When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Classic week, Machiavelli, the Don Caluminati, the seven-day theory. Um, Machiavelli, a.k.a. Tupac, if you ain't know, the man was born in New York, but claims Cali. You're welcome. Enough of a bio. If you don't know who the hell Tupac is, do your Googles. Uh, my name is FIFO, not Google. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to just give you what you need. Um, Ken, I remember this project. Like, it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, it was yesterday. Because this was at the height of the East Coast, West Coast shit. And at this point in time, I'm living in Miami. And it was very interesting because I'm like, technically, we're East Coast. You know what I'm saying? But we're really the South. But nobody out here really, this, this is not really the South. This is all Caribbean island folk. Um, You know, me being Cuban, a lot of my friends growing up were Haitian. You know what I'm saying? Dominican, all types of shit. So I'm like, why does this East Coast, West Coast shit apply to us? Like, why why is everybody taking this shit so serious down here? And it was the craziest thing, Ken. I think this is the first time that I didn't understand it in the moment, mm-hmm. but I lived through culture and how music and culture can sway people's opinions and perspectives. And I was just too young to really see it like that. Um, but it was the first time that I felt culture. Um and how and how it can move you, um, and the crazy part was because I love Pac and Biggie. Mm-hmm. I preferred Biggie, you know what I'm saying. I thought I, you know I just thought he was better technically, and I like his, his style. But if we're talking from the soul, from the heart, from from a pure form of artistry and putting it out, nobody eclipses Tupac, you know. So to me, like being young. Just not understanding, well, why can't we just appreciate them both? Like, why why do they have to be pitted against each other? But um, listening to this, man, it just, it just it took me back. It, it it brought up all of those feelings again. Um, and the crazy part about this album, Ken, I feel exactly today like I did damn near 30 years ago with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of dope tracks and then some very skippable ones. Mm. Oh, pray tell. Which one? So, some very skippable ones. Um, let me see. Not a quick which one. Not blasphemous cool. I think I know one. I think I know two that you may say. Crazy. I knew that was that was one yeah, of them I had. That, that, that it's just like okay, I, like I'm good with like, it's just too like it just it does in my opinion it doesn't fit. It's like okay yeah just throw that on there. Mm. Mm, I don't know. Um, I think it's life of an outlaw. Mm. I, I I didn't like the singing. 
I don't know. It, it just it mm. felt it felt like um. I thought you were I, gonna say just like daddy. I don't like that one either. Okay. But those are the three: life of an outlaw, just like daddy, and crazy. If we took those three out, per, damn near perfect out. But but the issue is is that this only had two songs and it was already an hour damn long. Mm-hmm. You cut out three at that point. Who the hell was dropping nine? We talking about from a motherfucker that dropped a double disc before this or after mm-hmm. this, one way or the other. Like, it's just, I don't see that happening, but those three songs, I'm just like, eh-eh. I, I, to this day, I skip them. To this day. Um, This is an interesting story. Uh, well, not much of a story, but um, I did not care for this album when it first came out. Mm. And because uh, for me, it felt like such a departure from All Eyes on, on, All Eyes on Me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is he doing? Like, what is this? The beats were different. Mm-hmm. His The content was different. Some of the hooks were different. Um, the way he was rapping was different to me. I'm like, man, what the fuck is going on? I couldn't deny, like, you know, uh, like it, it started out like, Hot with mm-hmm. Bomb First, mm-hmm. uh, and definitely Hail Mary. Like, mm-hmm. he, that's undeniable. Um, you know, Bomb First, you know, of course, you know, I'm talking all that shit or whatever. Then you get to toss it up. I'm like, okay, now we know that's a banger. Like, that's, mm-hmm. man, to this day, oh, that shit come on. The crowds, Ooh. yep, yep, to this yep. day. Um, but I'm like, okay, what the, what in the world? Um, because we coming off Hail Mary. It's like, what are yeah. we doing here? Like so how the, we go to the club off of Hail Mary? Yeah, the sequencing <laughs> threw me off. And then it was to live and die in L.A. Yep. I'm like, all right, what the hell? He took you three different places. Yeah, back man. Back to back. Like, yep. the sequencing was just off. Uh, blasphemy. And then, like you said, those three, Life in the Outlaw, Just Like Daddy Crazy, I did. I was like, man, what in the world are we listening to? But you know he brought me back with White Man's World. Oh, 100%. Oh, man. That, 100%. That, see, this is the thing that I loved about Tupac because you didn't really know who you were going to get. You get this mm-hmm. motherfucker who opens the track with, <laughs> open the album with Bomb First and Hail Mary, and then talking about White Man's World. Like, <laughs> what are you trying to do? Free us or kill us? You know? And then me and my girlfriend, yep. I was like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't fuck with that. Uh, oh, who, you didn't like that? You Man, still don't? Oh, oh. no, no, this is like in the beginning. Okay. Then uh, hold your head against all odds. Like mm. this thing, I was like, "Man, what are we doing here?" I had to really, because he was a completely different guy. He, Machiavelli, like you mm-hmm. look at Machiavelli, Tupac comes up, like he changed his name and everything. Mm-hmm. That was the other thing. I don't recall anybody ever really doing that. Mm-mm. So it was such a mystery. We didn't have access to a lot of the stuff that we do now. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those situations where you play it over and over and over again, and it starts to slowly come together. And everybody around me is playing it as well and talking about it. And I'm just I'm hearing certain things. And, and then, I, you know, it's just one that, like, if you're driving around in your car, mm-hmm. like, you got to be playing Machiavelli. Oh, wow. You got to be the Don Caluminati because mm-hmm. it really kind of threw everybody off, especially when he died. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden he adds this whole other mm-hmm. mystery on top of it. Because I ain't gonna lie, we sit here thinking like, oh man, this motherfucker's still alive. Yep. You know, and that lasted for years, probably the mm-hmm. most. So that changed everything. And um, and I eventually I was like, okay, I 
it's just it's just he changed up his style. Yeah. Like we talk about guys nowadays doing the same thing over and over again. Pac, if you listen to his albums, they all somewhat sound different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you look Tupacless now to Strictly for My Niggas to Me Against the World to uh, All Eyes on Me to this, like you get so many different versions of Pac, mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, man, eventually it just it just hit songs like Me and My Girlfriend just started to sound a lot better, mm-hmm. and I, I remember just being at the car wash, washing my car, and had the shit playing, and other people be playing it, and everything just started to come in, to live and die in L.A. Just for whatever sounded different. It all started to just flow and come together for me. You know, 96 was a was a, a really good year for me in hip-hop because it was when I first, is when I first started to understand lyricism. Um, me and My Girlfriend was one of those songs that did it for me. I Gave You Power by Nas on mm. It Was Written did it for me because it, it, it started making me listen to the lyrics deeper um especially like on me and my girlfriend i gave you power was cool because of the perspective but it was set up like that mm. but when you listen to me and my girlfriend if you're not paying attention you could really think that he's talking about his girlfriend mm. but he talking about that 12 gay shoddy mm. nigga you know what i'm saying like me and my like you don't want to fuck with me and my girl yep, over first here first grabbed you when i was 9 yep yep so 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 like it started making me realize how much deeper hip-hop really is so 96 in this album and that song in particular made me start looking at music deeper and the crazy thing is a lot of women played this shit too a yeah, lot of women fuck yes with they love that this joke. album mm-hmm. and that song yep and that was the other thing that was that was interesting man like in the south this type of music this style not the booty shaking music or whatever mm-hmm. just resonated and People were listening to it uh, deeply or just surface level. Like, you going to hear uh, Don Illuminati. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at times I, I'm like, man, I don't, like, is this his best work? Sometimes I go between this and Me Against the World. Because Me Against the World, yeah, I haven't listened to that in a long time. It's dope. But when I think about a Tupac album I want to play, mm-hmm. this is the one. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, man, I, I'll listen to, to Machiavelli, man. Um, but, yeah, I did not like this when it... First came out, like none of it made sense. It felt disconnected. The sequencing was bad. Like, what is the stuff he's rapping about? Like, I, yeah, it was very confusing. But we lived in a time where you bought something, you're gonna play the hell out of it. Oh, 100 percent And um, and sometimes they work out, sometimes there's a lot that didn't work out. You know, it was interesting. Um, I had the Hail Mary single CD before I had the album. Mm. Uh, and, it, and it happened the same with um, the Life After Death album. Mm-hmm. I had the uh, All About the Benjamin single CD uh, before I had got the album. But um, but I, I feel you, Ken. Th- 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 this this one was um, different. This one was definitely different. Um, what sold me on this album was Hail Mary. Um, I'll never forget when I first saw the music video on uh, MTV. And like two days later, I had the single CD. And then, you know, a little bit later... I I don't remember buying this. I don't know how I got this album. I don't know if I I took it from somebody or some shit like mm. that. But um, I just remember I had this album and I was playing this and I was playing Biggie, and people sometimes would look at me crazy as fuck and be like, I like a bow. <laughs> like, yeah, know yeah. I, and and it, you know, a lot of most people did from what I remember. But you know, I was in the South, so we yeah. didn't, we didn't. It really was get more neutral. Yeah. in the South, it wasn't crazy. Yeah. But 
you know, it was still a conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he was rapping different on here. I think if you think about a lot of the things that people are saying now, uh, it's still it, culturally, you still hear some of it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I was playing around the house. Like, this is when I play around the house. Just mm -hmm. put it on, and uh, you know, the boys here, whoever, and um, and I had it on. Uh, my cousin in laws were over, and everybody in the house knew the album. Even 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 uh, my father in law, mm -hmm. but he, you know, my cousin in law is like fifty. Mm. So, um, so yeah, he he ended up rapping along with it. My wife rapping along with it, or whatever. You know, my father in law, of course, knew toss it up. Mm. So I'm like, man, this shit was really impactful. Yeah. But yeah, just like that last part on me and my girlfriend. You know, the way he he did that, um, you know, was 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 dope. Lost in the world, '96, Body and Clyde. Yeah, me and my girlfriend. Doing eighty five. Yep. Every, <laughs> even tonight, everybody know that shit, bro. Like, and, 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 and even when he says, you know, I'm finger fucking you. Yep. Everybody. Yep. Everybody knows. Everybody that. know that shit. Everybody yeah, man. That. Yeah, nah. Yeah, this this shit this shit was dope. Yeah, it's one of them albums. Ken, twelve songs, fifty nine minutes. Um, I'm gonna go first this time with some of my favorites. Uh, give me bomb first. Give me hail mary. Give me toss it up. Give me to live and die in the lay. Um, and give me me and my girlfriend. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> uh, Bomb First, Hail Mary. Uh, me and my girlfriend, White Mess World. Um, to live and die in LA. And, hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I fussed with that. That's what's up. Well, guys, you already know what it is. Classic week. We are wrapping it up. But looking forward, we got Dolph Week. We also got Atlanta Week. So make sure you stay tuned how we close out 2021 with a banger, man. Again, we appreciate all of the support. So you already know what it is. Tomorrow we'll be back with another one. We out. Peace. Peace.